Have you ever wondered what it truly means to be an angel investor? Is it just about providing capital or is there more to it? You have to trust the founders that they do the best with your money. If you don't trust them and you have to control them with advisors, don't invest. My guest in this clip from episode number 109 is Philipp Baske. He is not just an angel investor, but also the chief executive officer of Nanotemper, a globally operating biotech company. With a vision to create a world where every disease is treatable, Philip brings a unique perspective to the table. In this clip, Philip Baske and I delve into a thought-provoking conversation about the role of angel investors, the expectations startups have from them, and how these roles can be defined and managed effectively. If you find this discussion insightful, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and share this episode with others who might benefit from it. Now, let's dive into the clip and learn more about the complex dynamics between startups and their angel investors. Enjoy the conversation. That's true. I had a discussion recently on LinkedIn, and I would like to ask you for your opinion on that topic, especially when it comes to angel investing. In my world, an investor is someone that deploys capital into a company to help the company grow. So basically, in a business angel way, a company starts, has an idea, needs some uh, investments, their product does not qualify yet for finding customers, and an angel investor can help the team to get to the next step. So this is my investment view on investment generally. It doesn't matter if it's a company, if it's a business angel, or uh, a venture capitalist. It's pretty much the same role, deploying capital against equity. In the last 10 years in the startup world, I learned that some startups have more, uh, let's say, demands to their angel investors that you also would like to see them bring in their network uh, on an operational level that some said that they would like to see the angel investor working basically for free in the company. Mm -hmm. uh, where I always have this inner conflict in me where I say, but this is not investing. So a business angel deploys capital into a company to help the team. Okay, it can also be mentoring once in a while, but the team needs to operate the business. And lately on LinkedIn, I had the conversation via comments uh, with some angel funds, uh, some seed funds, mm -hmm. Uh, who say, yes, of course, I mean, the investors need also to bring in the network and also bring in their expertise and experience. What's your opinion? How do you see the role of a business angel in a company? And not, not working for free. It's mm. also investing in being there as a mentor. Mm. But you have to define the role. And you have to speak with the founders and define your role. What, what are your expectations? Is it more than money? Is it the network? And then you have to agree on it. It's also a communication. There is no general... Rule, I would say, it's about talk, talking about it and agreeing what you expect from it and what one side would deliver. Mm. It's about talking. I don't like these general rules. It's good you have something you can you can hold on. There are rules, yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you have found everything is new. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. try this adventure and then, oh, you have these rules. I can stick to the rules. No, it's you define your own rules mm. within the legal laws but you define the rules and you talk about it. And the uh, world is complex, accept the complexity and talk with each other. This is most important. 
you have to break the rules as a startup. You do new yeah. things. Mm -hmm. I like clarity in, in also in startups. I mean, what I like is uh, seeing investors on cap tables, uh, people especially and organizations who can bring in capital into a company. If they have expertise in the field of the company, I think, it, in my opinion, in my world, it's always a second contract. So advisory contract yeah. or uh, executive contract, why not? So it's one is the investment contract, the other one is the operational role or a mentoring role. I don't like mixing up things. So seeing a lot of people on the cap table that provided services some years yeah. ago yeah. in the start of the company and still own 2% uh, yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. yeah, we also had this case in the very early days we had a business angel approaching us, more or less, it was, can we call him business angel? Maybe not, but a person approaching us, I give you 100,000 euros, I invest in you, and you hire me, and I earn 100,000 euros per year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was just, okay, you said you have it on your CV. Mm -hmm. This makes no sense to, to invest money in a company to take it out, out and invest, so this is completely unlogical. This is also what I, with, with some force, I think it has been Heidech Gründer for also mm -hmm. before, they force you to have advisors. So you get money from them and then you have to spend 50,000 euros for, for advisors they name. So this is, okay, you can do it, but uh, this would limit my freedom and independence. Mm -hmm. So to also, why, why investing 500,000 euros and taking out 50, for an advisor, why not trying to make the most out of the money? It means also you don't trust the founders. Mm. You have to trust the founders that they do the best with your money. If you don't trust them and you have to control them with advisors, don't invest. Yeah, and I totally It's a agree. waste of time and money. I don't understand this concept. Yeah. I understand it. You invest. Most of these managers are responsible for foreign money. They don't own the money. They just got the money from family office, whatever. It's it's not their own money, so risk aware. So mm. they try to manage the risk, and with this they waste money. I mean, my personal preference is to have on the cap table funds who can capitalize the company in tough times or when the company opens a new market and can and has the ability to grow quicker with more capital. Uh, an investor can be on the payroll when the investor brings expertise to the table that's necessary for the stage of the company. But, but, but why, I mean, if I invest money, I don't need money. Why should I pay myself? It's, I mean, why should investors stay on, on the payroll? You invest the money because you have it. You would work for free for the company? I don't work for, a, for the company. I, I help them and they need me, but I yeah. won't. It makes no sense to me because when I can invest money, it means I have enough money. Mm -hmm. And then putting yourself on the payroll is, it's not, it makes no sense to me yeah. because as a business angel, you have to be aware that you lose this money. Mm. It's high risk business. You believe in the team. You want to help them. So this money is a wave for me and I getting on a payroll. It's also not, no, it makes no sense. I mean, I saw companies here in Austria where basically the business angel um, dedicates uh, their full work time, 40 hours per week to the company. 
um, where I would say, okay, I mean, but this is work for the company. This, uh, I don't, it's not an investment role anymore. Yeah. So it's more a combination of uh, executive and investor. And in such cases, I would say, why not separate it and say, okay, when you're an executive, let's be open and honest with all other people that this is an important part of the company. Yeah. And for future fundraising, I would also go down that route to find a solution with future investors to also pay a remuneration when a person dedicates 40 hours of their lives to the company. Yeah. Uh, like said, you said, you separate the roles. I couldn't believe that I invest and take over the CEO role or mm. whatever. This just means I don't believe them. <laughs> and then it's just a lot of work. And yeah. if you want to have a lot of work, but it's, I, for me, it's much nicer to, to help the guys and to see how they evolve mm. as an outsider sitting back and, and looking at them makes me feel good, makes me proud. Mm. And I don't want to have to spend work, real work into it. I believe them, they are the experts, they know it best. When they need help, they approach me and this is perfect. So I think we have the same opinion then, if I understood you right, as an investor, as an angel investor, you invest in the company, you deploy capital, yeah. but you don't work for the company. Exactly. And you want to have teams that you can trust that they are the best solution for developing the product forward and finding product market fit. Yeah. And you don't interfere with them, it's except some mentoring or some, yeah. some some board functions. But you don't go to their office and tell them how to do their job. No, they know it best. I mean, it makes yeah. absolutely no. <laughs> so I could have started like when I know something best, I start the business by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we come back to trust, trusting yeah, people. Yeah, then exactly. Remember, being an angel investor is more than just providing capital. It's about mentoring, sharing experiences, and helping startups navigate their journey. Thank you for watching this insightful conversation with Philipp Baske. I hope it provided you with a deeper understanding of the role of angel investors in startups. If you found this content valuable, please like this video, subscribe to the channel and share it with your network. Your support helps reaching a wider audience and bring more speakers for more enriching content. Stay tuned for more insightful conversations on my channel. Until then, keep learning and keep growing.